Hello, hello, HDCEO Psyche family. I am so excited to be here with an episode for you guys. It has been a hot minute, as in almost a month. <laughs> I think it was the beginning of March when I had my last episode hanging out with you guys. And truthfully, I've just been in massive creation mode for the Human Design Coaching Academy. I did a relaunch of Business by Human Design, which you can still dive in. We are going to be getting started with some live Q&As happening at the end of March, beginning of April. I haven't set the dates yet, so you have not missed anything yet. And what also is coming up is Keys to Cash. If you are on my Instagram, following my Instagram, hanging out with me over on Instagram, you know because I dropped a sneak peek of it over the weekend and you are able to gain early access to what I am very confident in saying is the most comprehensive wealth course using human design. And that is keys to cash using human design. And that is actually a perfect lead in for why I'm here with you guys today without the official intro, if you will. And that is because Keys to Cash Using Human Design, which is my new program, inspired a podcast to talk more about money through human design. So I started the podcast Keys to Cash Using Human Design. It is just being submitted now to all the different platforms and the different apps. So it should be live within the next 24 to 48 hours. This is March 21st, 2022 that I'm recording this should be live in the next 24 to 48 hours. So just keep an eye on my Instagram. So I'll let you guys know when it is live, but I couldn't wait to get you episode one of keys to cash using human design, the podcast, and also drop the link for keys to cash using human design, the program. If you want to jump in there with a discount code for 35% off, this program will change your life. Hands down, I am, I am confident, I know to be true that it will change your life. And I'm kicking off the Keys to Cash Using Human Design podcast with a little bit of my story on why I'm so passionate about human design and utilizing, embodying, surrendering to our human design within business and how we can use that to truly step into our divinity and become a vessel for prosperity to flow through. I don't know if that sounds good for you, becoming a vessel for prosperity to flow through, but I believe I know and anchor into the truth that it, that is our divine right. That money is meant to flow to, through, and around you easily and effortlessly. And the fastest way to close the gap between where you are and where you know in your heart you're meant to be is through, well, keys to cash, of course, but human design. So without further ado, I'm going to drop the first episode here for you guys to get a sneak peek of. I am always asked, what is your story that led you to human design? And while it could have been a five hour podcast, I tried to boil it down to some of the main points to show you that if I can do it, you can do it too. If I can live a life wilder than my dreams using human design, surrendering to my strategy and authority, you can do it too. So I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope you enjoy Keys to Cash using Human Design, the podcast. I'll talk to you guys later. Are you ready to unlock your keys to cash and leverage your human design to skyrocket sales? Well, this is a not miss podcast to help you amplify abundance within your business now. 
It's time to create cash on demand in your soul-led business and be paid for your soul work. Welcome to Keys to Cash using Human Design, the podcast with your host, Ashley Brianna Eve, myself, the Human Design Queen. I'm officially trained in human design and I help revolutionary soul-led creators scale multiple six-figure to multiple seven-figure online spiritual personal brands that are led from soul and in alignment with their human design. I'm so honored to have you here and without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to episode one of Keys to Cash using human design the podcast. I am your host, Ashley Brianna Eve, also widely known as the Human Design Queen, and I am honored to have you here. This is a topic I am wildly passionate about, getting more money into the hands of spiritual women that are going to do incredible things in this world, not just in their own life and for their families, but for Gaia, humanity, animals, people, really those women that are going to use their money for good. And when we incarnated on this earth, the reality is we knew we were coming to a material plane. And for us to not just live a life wilder than our dreams, but to also serve humanity at the level of our legacy, at the level of the mission we are meant to carry out, we must be abundantly paid for our unique innate gifts. And as I often tell my clients, it is your responsibility to show up in your power, to sell your products and services and serve on a large scale. And I believe that applies for you as well if you are here today. So there's a couple of things I wanna let you know before we officially kick off episode one. The first thing is I do not have scripts for my episodes. (laughs) I don't have scripts for anything I really do. I follow soul, I follow my inner authority. So we might go down some threads that I pull, we might go down different trails or I might tell stories and we'll loop around back to the point eventually in time. I use the example of, and I know you can relate if you're here, I see the feminine as the roaring river, as the weather, and the masculine is in service to her. So the riverbanks are the masculine, the atmosphere is the masculine. So therefore the riverbanks are in service to that wild roaring river. For me, when I show up for a podcast episode, for example, the riverbanks, the sacred masculine for me is the topic of the day. (laughs) For me, if I put too much structure, too much control, on that following soul, on following my sake girl, and simply surrendering to the moment and the transmission that's trying to come through, I feel as if someone took a cup and scooped out some of the river and removed that wild flow, removed that raw power that was there. It's the same water. It's just completely contained by the cup rather than guided by the sacred structure of the riverbanks. So, There is messiness that comes with that as there is with the riverbanks as well. (laughs) But it's a really powerful transmission that will come through. And if you can release the mind, and I also feel sometimes the stories and the way that I'm led to deliver something is meant to help you release the mind, is meant to help you 
surrender into the moment and stop thinking about what you're meant to receive and just be present to what you're receiving. Because if you try to follow me too much, sometimes you might, <laughs> might get lost. So that's the first thing I wanted to say as we kick off Keys to Cash using Human Design, the podcast. The second thing I want to say is this podcast is a limited series. It was actually my revolutionary, life-changing program, Keys to Cash using Human Design, that inspired this process and inspired this podcast. And as soon as I say it's a limited series podcast, I'm sure my clients, I'm sure my community's probably giggling to themselves as they hear that. Because again, I do follow soul. I do follow my sacral. And you don't know by the end of this what my sacral will say. However, the intention is that this will be a limited edition podcast. All right, are you guys ready for this? Let's just get started. And I'm going to tell you guys my personal story in episode one to help set the stage for why I am so passionate about what I do. Why I will teach and share human design until the day I die. Even though it's not the only modality I use, it's part of a grand synthesis, I like to call it. It's the bones and the foundation of everything I do. And it will also help you understand what led me to creating my program, Keys for Cash Using Human Design. Yes, it was actually a self-paced program I have that is available at any point in time. I can drop the link in the show notes for you guys with a 25% off coupon so you can jump in and get started today. However, this is going to give you that background and why I'm so passionate about it and why I'm so passionate about getting it into your hands and getting this information into the hands of more powerful, soul-led women that are going to change the world with it. Because I really believe in you and I believe in a future where women are awakened, they're grounded, they're sovereign, and they've shifted from the wounded feminine, the toxic wounded maiden archetype into mother and they know who they are they're grounded in who they are and they're serving from that place which allows the environment to take care of them allows prosperity to flow to through and around you as your natural state so my name again is ashley brianna eve i am a four six sacral generator i have a highly defined chart my only openness is in the head center and the solar plexus I feel like my chart is floating around everywhere on the internet these days, so it probably wouldn't be hard to find a copy of my body graph. I am a right angle cross of service, which just feels like an of course. That is the underlying thematic of my gene keys as well, being of service. And I have been on a wild ride to get to where I am now. And human design has been that determining factor. It's been the switch that was flipped that allowed me to create a life that was literally wilder than my dreams. Because the reality is, and what I say to my clients and what I know to be true, is that a life wilder than your dreams can't be planned. It can't be put on a vision board. It can't be curated. You can't think about how you should need have to because it's born of the void. It's born of the chaos. It's born of the invisible realms. And the only way for us to access, truly access a life wilder than our dreams is to surrender into our design. And when we surrender into our design, we no longer know what those steps are in front of us. 
I like to think of the visual when we surrender into our human design as carrying a lantern and every step we take illuminates the next step. Yet because it's dark in front of us, we don't know what that next step is going to be and we don't know why we've been guided a certain way until it's already happened. And when we're following our human design, Ra Uruhu said, the bravest thing in this world is to simply be you. So it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of bravery. It takes from shifting from maiden to mother, where you're grounded in who you are, where you're rooted in your soul truth. However, where a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs are and what I've seen over and over is they're searching externally for the answers. They're expecting, they're grasping, they're outsourced in their power. And from that place, now I'm in human designs going to help them. And I know because I've been there. So as a four, six sacral generator, I had what, and I'm going to quickly go over my background because I want you to understand if I can do this, you can too. That is the most important thing for me to share with you. If I can do this, you can too. I believe that in my heart. I believe that in my soul because there's no freaking way I could have planned this life that I have. I could have never planned it. So I grew up in a home where I left at 15 years old. It was a very volatile home and from the outside, it looked like I had everything. I had the pony at five. I had the show horses. My parents even bought a farm. However, behind the doors, it was a very volatile home environment. And I'm not going to get into that much here right now. However, my parents divorced and sold everything. And the home life just got worse after that. So I decided to leave on my own. <laughs> I've always been very independent, although I believe that is where in that moment in time, if I was to look back, it was that moment where my defined G-Center took on the strong identity of a wounded rebel, of the rebel without a cause. If you've been in my community, you know I talk about that, where now it's for the sacred rebel. I am a stand for the sacred rebel. I am a stand for the grounded mother archetype. But back then, I was definitely in that wounded maiden. I was definitely in that wounded rebel without a cause. And it served me for a time. It allowed me to survive. It allowed me to go to university. I put myself through university for psychology. And when I left university, I declared bankruptcy. I had all kinds of loans. Everything went on loans. My books, my education, school supplies, even most months, my rent and to eat. It all went on loans. And, you know, what they don't tell you at the end is, well, you get all these loans to go through school and then what, ha what happens, right? So I had no money to pay it back. I had no car to get around. So I declared bankruptcy. And shortly after, I had to have manifested this because I grew up dreaming of going to Australia one day. And shortly after, I had run into someone that I went to school with and he was going to school in Australia. And he invited me, we started dating and he invited me to go. So I went to Australia for a year. I was based out of the Gold Coast. However, I was fortunate enough to have a job with a company that did fundraising for Greenpeace, Amnesty International, and WISPA. So I would travel Monday through Friday every week, raising funds and doing public speaking for different causes for those three charities, which if you know me, it's such an of course dream situation. And then I'd be on the coast 
for the weekends, which is really funny because one of my mentors now lives on the Gold Coast. <laughs> so I always say I want to go back. So I came back to Canada and I got a job as a counselor making $15 an hour. Myself and my partner at the time split up when we got back to Canada. I don't think either of us really took the move back very well. And I was living paycheck to paycheck. Like my grandmother would send me money so that I could literally put gas in my car or eat. And the only way I could go back, my family lived a couple hours away. The only way I could go back to visit my family was if someone sent me money or promised to give me money when I got there. I was literally living paycheck to paycheck, picking up extra shifts so I could make ends meet. I mean, $15 an hour as a counselor is not a lot of money. And it's pretty horrific to think that really that rate hasn't even gone up much since then. So I had this, oh goodness, bless this neon that I had, this neon that everyone told me not to buy. I bought it for a thousand dollars. My grandma, while well, my grandma had lent me that money when I first got back from Australia, everyone told me, don't buy it. They're a piece of crap. It's going to break down on you. Thank Jesus. I had found that neon because I don't know if my guides were looking out for me or someone had blessed that neon. So that would carry my ass through the days where I couldn't afford to do any service on it but it kept going until the day where it was actually safe for it to die. And when I had met my current husband, he's now my husband, and I had the means to replace it. That freaking neon really got me through. But just to show you how much has changed, I will never forget, we were forced, yes forced, for the company I worked with to watch The Secret. And I'll never forget watching The Secret and I'm looking around and I'm thinking, what a load of horseshit. <laughs> I have horses, so <laughs> it's a big load of shit. But what a load of horseshit. I was like, there's no way. You mean to tell me with everything I've gone through in my life, all the trials, all the tribulations, the bankruptcy, the barely being able to pay my bills, not being able to eat. I used to literally take leftovers and toilet paper home from one of the group homes I worked at. Literally took toilet paper and leftovers home. Not only that, when I worked midnights, I would bring laundry because I couldn't afford to do laundry. So I sat there and I go, you, this is just a load of shit. You're just sitting here telling me that I can create a life wilder than my dreams, that I can live a life of luxury when I came and feed myself and I can, I will never forget. And I have these out of body experiences having going back to that moment in time where clearly a domino was hit over and I didn't even realize it. But just the horror on my face of my life has been a roller coaster. <laughs> I wish someone would write me a check. Like I, at the time to give some perspective, if I haven't given enough, I used to look at ways to go back to Australia and I think it was $8,000 you needed to have in your account to prove, like to get the, vi uh, the visa approved. And I'll never forget thinking if anyone could just like allow me to borrow $8,000, I would die. I would die because that's going to take me 10, 20 years to save $8,000 if someone can just let me borrow $8,000 so I can just get approved for this visa. I, like it just blows my mind to think back to this point in time and I'm even thinking of more stories as I even as I even say this 
So I'm going to skip through a lot because I don't want to keep you here all day as I give you my background. But I had my husband and I sold our house so that I could run an equine assisted therapy program. We moved in and it was amazing for the first little bit. And then the farm started hitting some issues with the Ministry of Ontario, which myself as a manager of the farm and running this equine assisted therapy program was kind of put in the middle of. Around this time, I was diagnosed with cervical cancer and required surgery. I healed from that. And again, I'll never forget this moment. The woman that owned that property was unpredictable is one way to put it and yet I had to be careful that was my belief I had to be careful because I lived on property my husband and I had sold our house so we could live on property so I remember pulling over to the side of the road I was getting a call from her and shit was falling apart I had taken time off because I had surgery and shit was falling apart at the farm and she was pissed at me so long story short shortly later we left the farm not on good terms it was Basically, overnight, I had to find new accommodations for the horses and for us and our dogs and our bunnies. It was kind of a disaster, but that's okay. Everything is as it's meant to be. You're always in the right place. So again, long story short, I ended up in corporate. I signed a contract. I could keep you guys here all day, but I want to get to the juicy stuff, the human design stuff for you. I ended up back in corporate. We're fast forwarding a little bit here. And I ended up back in corporate so that I could afford to buy my dream horse, who is now Loki. I wanted to be able to afford to buy my dream horse and the breeder had agreed to give me a payment plan. $11,000 split up over 18 payments. I still can't believe, and I hope this is setting the stage for if I can do it, you can do it too. Because it, it, it was never in my realm of possibility to generate 50, 60, $70,000 months in six figure plus launches. It was never even in my realm of potentiality. I actually, in fact, I didn't believe it was possible. So in that journey at corporate, I ended up being diagnosed with anxiety and depression and was in a really not a great state. I was keeping it together because I kept telling myself I'd wake up every day and I'm like, well, who's gonna pay the horse's board if you don't go to work today? So I had this dark night of the soul in the bathroom one day. And if you've been in my community for a while, you know this story. I was brought to my knees and just weeping. Like there's got to be more to life than this. I was made for so much more than this. And maybe you can relate in your own way where you had that moment and you were looking around at your life and you're like, I'm made for more than this. There is, there's got to be something more. I know in my heart, I know in my bones, I know in my soul that I'm meant to make a difference in this world, that I'm meant to be abundant, that I'm meant to have a legacy, that I'm meant to have an impact. And I know you can likely relate to that, even if the stories are a little bit different. So I had that moment and I looked myself in the eyes. I stood up and looked in the mirror and I was like, you got to turn this around. You have to stop shitting the bed. So I started out the next day. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to change my life. <laughs> I don't know how, but I'm going to change my life. And I don't even know how I found manifestation to be quite honest or self-development or any of it, but I found it. And I was Googling quantum physics manifestation. And I found this thing called human design. And I thought, well, that's 
kind of interesting. I don't know what it is, but there's something within me that's telling me I cannot look away, that I need to go down this path. So I immediately signed up for classes at the International Human Design School, trained by Raw's personal students at the school. And it, everything. It was, again, another one of those dominoes of fate that was just knocked over. And I just immersed myself in human design and in corporate while I was, because I was still working at this time. When I was in corporate, I was listening to Tony Robbins. I shifted over to a click to chat team where I could have my headphones on all day. I'd listen to Tony Robbins all day in my ears, motivating me. And then I would go home at night. I'm going to get choked up. I'd go home at night and study human design. And no one knew I was studying human design. I found a coach and I joined her program. And the program was a lot of strategy. And this is also why I am so passionate about teaching human design for wealth and business building. Because when I sat down with that pure strategy approach, ooh, was I up in my head. <laughs> I, was, I was up in my open head center, my friend. I was so stuck. And again, maybe you can relate to this if you have either started or you are in the strategy only world. I was running loops around the best niche and who my niche should be and who I was speaking to, my Instagram bio and my mission statement and all these steps to all these frameworks <laughs> and email sequences. And don't get me wrong, I am definitely for strategy in business. However, strategy doesn't work without the energy, without you being who you're meant to be. So I was just spinning my wheels. I wasn't making any money. At the time I was doing Beachbody, I was making absolutely no money. <laughs> but I had this fire in my belly. And from what I was learning about human design, I just kept trusting my inner authority. I just kept trusting that sacral yes. I kept trusting those nudges. And that inner knowing that I was made for more kept getting louder and louder and louder until one day I went to go to corporate and I couldn't force myself to go out the door. Now, keep in mind, I was making no money outside of my business. I had no clients. I had no reoccurring income. I had no idea on a program I would launch, I, nothing, like literally nothing. And the morning came to go to work and I could not, I physically could not, it was like my higher self cemented my feet into the ground as if like higher self had enough of my bullshit <laughs> and said, you're not going in. So I sent an email to my manager and I resigned and my poor husband, he loves telling this story, how he had worked midnights that night. And he gets up and I'm sitting there at the table saying, guess what? <laughs> and he goes, are you not feeling well? And I said, no, I'm not, I'm not going back into work. I'm going to make an online business work. And the day before this had all happened, I had a call as a client in a mastermind with my coach. And I was still looking at building a fitness business and within 24 hours, I'm sitting there in my kitchen and I thought, that's not what I'm here for. And I understand that now. And what I teach in Keys to Cash, my program, is that we sell through our openness. So I can see looking back when I was a health coach, a personal trainer, I was trying to sell through a defined splenic center and it doesn't work that way. So I was meeting so much resistance. So I shifted and I said, okay, I'm going to just come out as the human design queen. 
I've been studying it. I've been working with Raw's mentors. I study at least five hours a night. I was like, I'd come home and just immerse myself in it. So I've taken the courses. I'm going to continue taking the courses. I'm just going to do it. If not now, when? And I want you to breathe that in. If not now, when? I don't care if you have not made your first dollar in business or you're making six-figure months. That next level that you see in your heart, which is different than the ego, not self mind, (laughs) that next level that you know you are meant for, if not now, when? So I stepped out as a human design queen. Again, I didn't have one client. I had a lot of bills (laughs) monthly. At that time it was three horses, I now have four. I had a car payment to make. We have a cottage, a boat, two cars. Like we, we had shit, mortgage. It didn't make any logical sense for me to just walk out of corporate with no clients, no program idea. I had no idea what was going to launch. However, I knew in my inner authority, I trust. And I am not going to make any decisions that are out of alignment with my sacral. I'm going to follow my sacral. I'm going to sell through my openness. I'm going to lean into my strengths, which is your definition in human design. And I'm going to serve. I'm going to show up every single day and I'm going to serve more than everybody else. I'm going to lead from my heart and I know people are going to feel that. So I did exactly that. And everyone was really interested about this thing I was talking about. I started booking foundation calls right away within my first 30 days of business. This is someone that had not had this on a vision board. I didn't have this on a vision board. I would have been happy if I made a thousand dollars that month. Within 30 days, I made $10,000. I was immediately being referred to Broadway actors, musicians, Netflix directors. The list goes on word spread like wildfire. And this is what I teach my clients. This is what I teach in my programs is how to ignite that fire, how to ignite that embodiment. Because when you are in your design, you're magnetic, you're the lighthouse. And if we know anything about how the quantum field works, you speaking, your heart beating is impacting quantum particles on the other side of the universe. So you mean to tell me that some algorithm is going to hold you back or not knowing what to say is going to hold you back? All you have to do is show up and allow the message to be the message. That's one of the things I love teaching my clients about. And again, I teach that in Keys to Cash. You have to show up, be you authentically, unapologetic, raw, unfiltered you. And of course, we have all those codes within our body graph. We have all those codes on how to collapse time so that you do know you can anchor and ground into who you are and open up the gateways to prosperity, to power, and to purpose. And I don't just see it for myself. I've seen it for thousands of clients that I've worked with already. So $10,000 in the first month, six figures in the first six months, and multiple six figures my first year in business. Now, it's not to say there hasn't been setbacks and it's not to say that's just been linear and all the way up forever and ever, amen. (laughs) That's not even the point of human design. As Ra Ruhu said, when you follow your human design, it's not that everything goes perfect. 
right? It's not that everything's all of a sudden going to go perfect in your business, that you're not going to hit obstacles or that you're not going to have a launch that doesn't go as planned. It means that everything you experience was meant for you so that you can learn and grow and expand. Just like the diamond, we need that pressure and that refinement to really fully shine. So I've absolutely had those moments and we're going to talk about it more through the podcast. I've absolutely had those moments, but let me tell you something that's really important for you to understand. The only time my business has hit true blocks where it seems like I'm walking through quicksand, where it seems like, you know, quote unquote, no matter what I do, it's not working, are those times when I am not being anchored in my design and I begin seeking, which is the wounded maiden that's not self. Where I begin trying to work towards some imaginary future that my not self, my ego mind has created rather than surrendering and allowing the world to come to me so that I can respond to it. Whenever I get up in my head and I start doing things in business because of these subtle little sneaky contracts I've made with myself of, well, you can follow your inner authority for this, but not your inner authority here because, you know, you really do need to have more interviews or you really do need to be seen in front of more people's audiences to be successful. You really do need to do free interviews or free guest expert spots. Anytime I've done anything because I should need have to from a subconscious contract that I've made with myself because no one forces us to make those, my business has come to a screeching halt. Every time I surrender, and it doesn't mean I don't have long-term strategy. I absolutely have long-term strategy in my business. I think it's critical. Just like the riverbanks, if we are just completely out there in the feminine chaos and order, the everything and nothing, it's the same as if we removed the riverbanks and just allowed that raw power of the water. You now have a flood. But we also do not have that raw power if the riverbank dries up. And that's where a lot of people also get. It's one or the other, right? Very often when they're in the not self, the other is the dry up of creativity, of inspiration, of power, of grounding, of that creative life force energy pulsating through you at the beat of Gaia. So either extreme end is going to cause an imbalance. So when we are in our raw, unleashed, feminine flow, it's like the rushing river ripping through the riverbanks. And the river itself actually shapes the riverbank, shapes the rocks, shapes the earth itself. The riverbanks gently hold, gently contain, and yet yield to that power. So that's the same with human design. It's not that we can't have strategy or structure in our business. It's the strategy and structure is in service to the feminine. It's in service to your power. It's in service to your raw, potent knowing that's pulsating through you. And every time we try to either control her too much, it's the same as the riverbanks drying up and then you lose creativity and you lose inspiration and all of a sudden you're forcing and it feels contrived and of course that magnetism is lost and we create static. When we're in the not self, we create static. This is why I love human design. It helps us find that resting place where the power 
can rest in the bones of our human design. So why I am so passionate about teaching you how to make more money in your soul work is I know that together we can have a bigger impact on this world. One of my inspirations is a friend of mine. Her and her husband donate millions of dollars a year to animal rescue organizations and to alternatives to animal testing. They are at the forefront of what I consider to be good work in this world. And what I want to do, what my desire is, what my goal is, is to help you lead a life wilder than your dreams. However, for you to live a life wilder than your dreams, I need you to start rethinking everything you know to be true. And that goes right down to the creation of vision boards. <laughs> I ripped them up after I realized I could not manifest this life. When you follow your design, the environment takes care of you. And if you are here, you have a big legacy to lead and an impact to make. And for you to lead that legacy and leave that impact, you require a lot of wealth and abundance and overflow. The way I describe it to my one-on-one -on -one clients is we, oh, it's like having a cup, right? We overflow so much that it naturally pours out into the world, helping the world. Where I think a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs get a little sticky about making a lot of money is they see through our perception of what we see, people with almost like a basin under their cup. So they're just, they're overflowing, but then they're collecting it all for themselves. So none's running into Gaia. None is soaking into earth. None is nurturing the environment. None of that abundance is nurturing humanity or helping the animals. But if you think of this well within that's just illuminated and in overflow, when you are in wealth abundance, when you are in power, purpose, prosperity abundance, it comes up through the roots of your feet that are anchored into the core of Gaia and it just pours up, 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 up and out and it floods over like a golden light impacting all of earth. And that is a vision that I have for us together. But I can't do this vision. I can't lead this legacy alone. So I'm here to activate others into their purpose work, to activate others into prosperity so that we can walk side by side, allowing that golden light to go out, to heal the earth, to heal Gaia, to heal humanity, and to help usher in the new age because we have the cross of the sleeping phoenix that we are in right now. We are in a seven-year cycle. All the frequency of earth shifts through seven-year cycles. So we are currently in the dissolving of the cross of planning moving into the cross of the sleeping phoenix. However, here's the thing. This was a conversation I had with one of my clients. For the phoenix to rise, and Ra Ruhu talked about this as well. For the phoenix to rise, she must first wake up and then burn down. So what I envision for you here in Keys to Cash using human design is a waking up to prosperity and wealth from a different perspective doesn't mean that you're not in overflow. In fact, I want more overflow in your hands so you can do more in this world. It's simply a shift in perception and how we interact with the material plane. So I desire for you to wake up, burn down all those old beliefs, and rise like the phoenix. Because you and I both know you're meant for more. And the fastest way to collapse those timelines so you can get on with your work so you can get on with your mission is human design. And your human design holds all the keys 
to success, all the keys, the cash. So I can't wait to go on this journey with you. I hope this first episode was inspirational. I hope it lit a fire within you. And I hope it showed that no matter where you are in business, no matter where you are in your life, if I can do it, you can do it too. That is my path as a 4-6, that six line, the role model. It's my path to show you to be the role model, to inspire you, to bring clarity for you about what the steps are that you can take to create a life that literally blows your mind. And it's going to blow your mind because no one's seen it before. No one's experienced it before. It's born from the void. It's born from your soul purpose. It's born from your higher self. All right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you are like me and you just already feel that sacral yes or whatever authority you are, you're already like, okay, whatever. I am in for keys to cash. I need to know more immediately. I will drop the link in the comments with a discount code for you guys because I just love my podcasting community so much. So you can click the link in my bio. You can jump into keys to cash. However, I still recommend you hang out with me for the podcast because there's always a different transmission that comes through. I'll say it a different way. It's going to land a different way. It's going to activate something within you. That's literally what I do. I activate you in ways I can't explain. I wish I could put words into it. But again, as soon as we try to put words into it, it's based on what we know to be true. And what I do doesn't have words to label. It's not business coach or wealth coach or money coach or anything like that. I also like to say maybe a rite of passage guide. That always feels really good in my bones, but then people say, what is that? (laughs) So I'm here to activate you. So even if you jump into keys to cash today, I ask you to join me for the rest of the episodes because I feel that you will take something from this above and beyond even the course. And I hope that there's something within my story that ignites you from within that again, if I can do it, you can do it too. If you would like to join me over on Instagram, I am at I am Ashley Brianna Eve. I would love if you dropped in and said hi, especially if you pick up keys to cash. Please say hi whenever I see something come through and I don't know the person. I just want to know them so bad and say hi to them. So please drop in. Quick hello would be great so I can see your beautiful face. And if you love this episode, if you're really passionate about human design, please share with someone else. You can also check out the HD CEO Psyche podcast, which is my other human design podcast. And I welcome you over there as well. I will talk to you soon, my friend, and I cannot wait to see what you create because you were built for big things.